Hey guys, welcome to the College Podcast. This is Caleb Hickson, the College Director here at the Paradox Church. In today's episode, I'm joined by Megan Moore, and we're going to talk about emotions. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I am joined in studio by Megan Moore. Megan is, actually, Megan, why don't you tell us about yourself? Who are you? What are you doing here? Hello, my name is Megan. I moved to Fort Worth about a year and a half ago. I work at an insurance company and teach yoga and got plugged in with Paradox College Ministry. I think after I met you on the sidewalk last summer, Caleb. Okay, that sounds a little bit creepier than it was. You're Not right. It does sound weird. Just like the sidewalk around. outside of church, greeting at church. You were serving yes. at church, greeting people, and I was like, hey, who are you? What do you do? And you're like, what do you do? And I told you about college ministry, and you're like, I love college students. And then we start talking about how much we both yes. love college ministry. And here we are, plugged into the college ministry. Yeah, we're running the college we're ministry. Running the college ministry. <laughs> Yes, yes, we are extremely plugged in, the most plugged in. Uh, so Megan uh, joined our exec team uh, and is uh, our women's, uh, our college women's lead on the exec team, and she's been taking the lead with discipling our ladies, uh, caring for you guys, and uh, we've just really valued her opinion and uh, presence in our ministry. So today we wanted to bring her in, talk about emotions, talk about uh, how to handle this in quarantine, because obviously quarantine is bringing up a ton of emotions for a lot of people, Megan. And so why do you think this is a, as like an important topic for us to be discussing? I love that question. And I think it is such an important topic, not only just amidst quarantine and amidst COVID-19, but um, really at any point in life, different things happen in our lives that cause us to have different emotional experiences. Sometimes that's negative, sometimes that's positive, but I think anytime that we're experiencing emotions, we have to stop and ask ourselves, is this true? What, where is this coming from? What do I do with it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, it reminds me of the book from Tim Keller, uh, The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness, talking about yes. your, he uses the word ego in it, but mm -hmm. the ego, he, he gets back to like the original Greek word um, and he, it basically is the same for emotions as well. Um, and he, he likens our ego or our emotions to like our toes. Your, your toes, you don't think about your toes on a daily basis when they are working properly. Mm -hmm. The only time you think about your toes is when they're not working properly. It's when there's pain, it's when there's something going on there, and then all of a sudden, you can't not think about your toes because they hurt and it sucks. And so, mm -hmm. in the like same that. way that our emotions, our ego, uh, when working properly, when we, are, uh, when we are essentially being who we are supposed to be in Christ, then our emotions kind of flow out of that. But it's when we begin to start to see that there are little red flags in our heart of our emotions kind of going crazy that we we need to be begin to start to ask the question why what's going on beneath the surface what is happening because i think that's those are a little warning signs saying mm -hmm. there's something deeper that's going on there yeah absolutely and you've had you've had like a little bit of an interesting journey with emotions why don't you talk a little bit about yeah for sure your personal story i think i think for me i can tend to be those that know me are going to be like yes yes I, I can be an emotional person in that i am a big feeler i can get excited really easily and can live in um you know uh, for lack of a better way of putting it rose-colored glasses perspective i think a lot of my life i just prefer to be happy than to be sad and for me a lot of that emotional experience was on the positive side. Mm 
and just living in that positive world. Um, and, and for so long, that, that suited me just fine. Um, but then when life got hard and when, when things happened that maybe didn't align with, with what I believed or, or experiences, emotions that I began to feel weren't aligning with truth, I started to question, is my faith genuine? Is my faith real? If I'm not feeling like God loves me, then does he? And what, what does that say about me and my faith? And so having to learn even in the last um, few years, what does it look like to articulate and leave space for an emotion? And sometimes that's a negative emotion, um, but then also give the freedom to bring truth into that at the same time. Absolutely, yeah. So it's, I, and I think I've used this quote on the second episode of this podcast, but it just reminds me of, um, man, we've been watching a lot of Frozen at our house during quarantine. Yes. And Frozen 2, Sven, the uh, reindeer, says to Kristoff that the feelings you feel are, uh, what does he say? He says, um, the feelings you have are real, or you feel what you feel, and those feelings are real. Mm. There's a, yes, there it is. I nailed it. it. Totally. Yes. Just absolutely crushed that quote. <laughs> Uh, and and so I think that, I think it's important to, to to validate the fact that you do have feelings. The feelings that you feel are real, but they don't have to be ultimate. Exactly, exactly. And I think like when we talk about emotions and truth, I think people can kind of lean one way, way or the other, where they lean into their emotions and they're operating solely based on what they're feeling, making decisions based on an emotion. Um, And obviously that's not a healthy, that's not a wise way to live. On the other end of the spectrum, you have the person that's only looking at data, that's only looking at facts, and they're um, more robotic. And that's obviously not where we want to live either. It's It's not genuine and you know, feelings are real and, and what we feel, we feel. It, it doesn't mean that it's an indicator of something that is true. Yeah, it's not, it it's not a right or wrong statement. Exactly. It's, it's what's happening inside. It's what's happening. Because for you, so, so you, you, your story is very much like swinging to the side of like having just a lot of feelings. I was the opposite of just like yes, not, yes. not having those feelings, not knowing. And so then in my mind, it was very much like an indication of right and wrong. And so feelings right. for me did come across as, uh, right and wrong. And so then whenever um, I started a, a leadership cohort, we started talking about the number one trait among all successful people in mm. America is emotional intelligence. Hmm. And I was like hit right in the face because I was like, I am emotionally stupid. I hmm. don't know what I'm feeling. I have no clue what's going on. And so then it began to start my journey into like, okay, I think I actually have feelings. I think that these hmm. things need to be talked about because if not, then they don't just go away. Exactly. And then they become bigger problems. I think you just hit on a really awesome point. They don't just go away. And that's why we have to learn how to hold space and articulate and identify what the emotion is. Or it's we're going to continue operating out of that emotion without realizing that we're operating out of that emotion sure. oh, until, sure. until we feel it and express it and identify it. Yeah. No, that's so true. And so why don't you talk a little bit about, because, okay, so if, if, if emotions are not ultimate, what, what is ultimate then? Where do we, what do we base our truth off of? Exactly. I, I mean, ultimately, we have to come back to truth. And as believers, we have the Word of God. And Scripture is clear that the Word of God stands forever. And I love to think about that in in contrast to emotions, because emotions are fleeting. And yes, sometimes they're really positive, and sometimes they're really negative. But the reality is, a, a feeling is going to come and go, and truth is going to stand. Truth is going to stand the test of time. And so ultimately, we have to look back at Scripture. And, and for me, a lot of times when I think about emotions and truth, I think about uh, even just relating with the Lord and 
I can feel like God loves me or I can feel like he's forgotten me. Both are really real feelings and we see people throughout scripture expressing both of those feelings. But ultimately at the end of the day, when I lay my head down at night, I have to go back to what's true. Whether or not I feel that God sees me and knows me and cares for me, he does because scripture is clear on that. God is kind, he is sovereign, he is gentle, he is loving, and he can't not be because that's truth. Yeah, and I think the the interesting thing, or maybe even the, the danger that we run into as humans is we begin to interpret our emotions towards God through the lens of humanity. Whenever Absolutely. we whenever we uh, have these emotions towards God, we don't really have a framework to, to put them in because we've only ever had emotions towards people. Mm-hmm. And, and so I can feel like you hate me, mm-hmm. and I don't know, you might hate me. Mm-hmm. But if, if God is doing something and I feel like, God, do you hate me? Mm-hmm. I don't have to wonder, I don't have to question if he does because Absolutely. because the difference is that he is mm-hmm. unchanging. Mm-hmm. He, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And even though our circumstance and our present uh, moment might not feel that, it doesn't negate the truth. And so that doesn't mean that you need to then just drop your emotions, you need to just run from them or ignore them, but rather you can actually have a safe space to process them with the one who is unchanging. Absolutely, and I, I love how scripture is so clear that we can come to him with our emotions. And I think, you know, for a lot of us, emotions in in some ways they are part of who we are in that they're reflective of our design. And, you know, there's certain things that we love, that we get excited about, that we find joy in, that's specific to, Caleb, how you're designed in God's image or how I'm designed in God's image. And so when we're operating in that, it's we're operating in, in the design and the uniqueness that God has, has, has created us to. And I think where I'm going with that is, you know, when we do feel disappointment, what does it look like to feel that and to recognize like, I am disappointed because I wanted something that God designed me to live out. And yet he, for some reason has said no to this at this time. And how do I take that to him knowing, you know, this is, it's grief. How do I, how do I take it to him and be emotional with it and also walk away knowing God loves me and he cares for me and he's for me. Yeah, no, I I think, I think the, the key to that is being able to do that in the presence of God. Absolutely. And and I love just how clear the Psalms are that God invites us. And Pastor Jim talked about this when he spoke on Habakkuk. And God invites us to come to him with our emotions. Um, he, he wants us to feel what we feel and to validate them, to be real with them. Um, but then to know that they aren't ultimate indicators of truth and we can walk away knowing who God is. Yeah, one of the best things about the Psalms is that it is a picture of someone doing that. Absolutely. It's God literally saying, here's here's how you do this. David at times is crying out to God saying, how long will you wait? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's very emotional towards God. And so I think sometimes we, we, we uh, get this sense that we can't process our emotions with God, that we have to come to God with a final uh, resting place of like, okay, God, I know you're good. So I've got to like get myself to this place to mm-hmm. know you're good before I can come to you because I know yeah. that you're good. So I have to like acknowledge yes, that yes. instead of saying, God, I know you're good, but I don't feel it right now. Right. Right. And I think like, that's what I lived in for so long was because, you know, my experiences and my emotions did line up with what I believed. But then when there were those things that didn't line up, when it, when it was hurtful, when I did feel forgotten, then how do, it, it made me question whether or not my faith was real. And I, I'll say, you know, a scripture that I've gone back to so many times is First Peter talking about the tested, 
the testedness of our faith is what proves it's genuine. And, you know, you have this image of when everything is going good, when life is fine and life is dandy and you say, God is good. Great. That's awesome. But in contrast to this image of my life is shambles, everything feels like it's falling apart. God has closed so many doors that I really wanted him to open. And if I can say that with tears streaming down my face and still look God in the face and say, God, you are good, that is genuine faith. And that is really powerful and and really real. And, and for so long, I think I fought that because I didn't, I was scared to have my emotions be in contrast to what I believed. But when I finally realized that the two can coincide together, um, there really was just so much freedom and so much power in uh, in really intimacy with the Lord that I was able to find bringing emotions and truth to the same place. Uh, yeah, there's absolutely room for both of them to coincide. Um, why don't why don't we uh, switch a little bit to more of like the practical steps in this, like dealing with emotions, dealing with these things. How, what would you say to somebody who's maybe like just starting out on this journey? Yeah, I think I think that's an awesome question. Um, one thing that I have found really helpful, is to identify and, and I, I kind of like think about it in this three-step process of one identify your emotion two validate it leave space for it and then three speak truth into it and and one starting off with identifying you know if emotions are something that are unfamiliar for you what this looks like for me is um, I will physically write down um, sometimes it's on the side of my to-do list on my desk sometimes it's off to the side in a journal but I will um, literally write down I shoot for three. Sometimes, you know, you might end up with six or seven. Sometimes you might only get two, but identifying three emotions and, uh, you know, maybe you start with, with something kind of big in general. Maybe that's, I feel happy or I feel sad. And as you get more at practice with this, maybe you can identify, man, I really feel deflated or I feel inferior or whatever that feeling is. And I think identifying it is such a huge, huge part of the process because once we identify that emotion then we can realize oh I'm, I'm operating that oh I was short to my friend because I was feeling inferior or oh I you know was in a really bad mood today because I'm feeling discouraged and we can kind of see why we might be feeling that emotion and give ourselves the validation kind of comes into play like give ourselves the freedom to feel that like oh well this happened and then this happened and then this, no wonder I felt what I felt. Maybe we need to bring somebody else into that. Maybe, you know, validating looks like telling somebody else, hey, I've, I've been feeling really exhausted. And just letting them say, man, that is hard. There's something so powerful when you, somebody looks you in the eye and says, that's hard. Hmm. Yeah, so let me actually just uh, hop in real quick on the identify part because right. I, I agree that it's really, really important. And I think that um, it's also one of the hardest ones to do in that list, mm-hmm. right? Because I think what we do oftentimes, and maybe you're not, maybe you are amazing at identifying your emotions. You don't need this. But what was helpful for me was I was taught this grid of um, of with our emotions, typically we have three responses in our mm-hmm. emotions. When trying to identify it, it's helpful to think through it this lens because I do this all the time with emotions. Is like you have your ideal self, you have your shadow self, and then you have your true self. Interesting. And, and, and typically, so this is how I do it, and, and maybe you're different, but for if you're, if you're like me, you immediately go to, in your response to some situation, you go to the ideal, 
and the ideal is like what I know I should say, the things I know I should be doing. And so I, I give these answers, I say these things because I know that's what I need to. And I do this all the time with God. It's like, let me just say what I know that I'm supposed to say right now. Even though that's not really what I'm feeling, I'll just say that to, to get through this. And then your shadow self is what, what happens after the, the ideal, where it's what's going on in my head. It's those words, those things that I'm thinking that I would never want anybody to know where I'm just really, really dark. And, and oftentimes, I, especially growing up, I stopped at the shadow self and I thought that those were my emotions. I thought that it was just rage, it was just anger, it was just all of this stuff. But I, what I didn't realize was that was, that was just the, the, the pendulum swinging, the covering for what was actually the true, uh, the true emotions of like what was hurt, what was, mm-hmm. um, what was really feeling there. And I'll, mm-hmm. give, I'll give just a quick example on this to put some legs to it. Um, so it was a couple weeks ago um, whenever I was trying to figure out what in the world to do with this college ministry. I had no clue on how to do it. And I got to this point uh, to where I, I was trying everything, I was doing some stuff, and I got to the point to where I, I just, I was like, I don't know, if, if, is any of this working? And so my, my ideal self was like, all right, just, just keep doing it, just keep trying, you know, you're doing the best you can do, everybody's struggling in this time. But then my shadow self was like, I don't feel valued, I don't feel cared for, I don't feel like anybody is fighting for me. And I, was, and I sat in that shadow self for, for a good solid week until God brought me out to say, no, 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 you are, you're, you're feeling out of control because you don't know mm-hmm. what success looks like. You don't know what, what uh, you are supposed to be doing. And so you, you have these feelings of just chaos and, and being out of control and you're scared and you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And, and it, if I hadn't been able to process those emotions with the Lord to where I wasn't just saying the ideals, what I, what I thought he wanted me to, to say, and I wasn't just stopping at my shadow side where I was really angry and I was just like, no one freaking cares. And I hadn't gotten down to the true emotions of like, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if, if I'm doing anything right and, and I'm afraid then I would never have been able to get out of that shadow side. And I just would have been angry and, and mad and would have let that seep into the rest of my life for, for who knows how long. Have you ever, have you ever I, felt that way? Yeah, for sure. And I, I love, I love how you uh, spoke to that. And, and I think, you know, for me, I found it sometimes it's just easier to be angry and frustrated. Oh, yes. And I would rather experience that emotion than to actually say I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I've definitely experienced that. I think that's a very real thing and something that we have to ask God, don't don't let us be deceived by our own emotion here, but help us understand what is it that I'm actually feeling under the surface and um, truly just be brave and courageous enough to dig into that answer. It, yeah. it is really scary to sometimes be faced with what we're feeling. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Pastor Jim for, for teaching me the, mm-hmm. the, those three steps um, and the leadership cohort he's had us going through. Um, cool. So, so let's let's wrap it up. Let's let's uh, yeah. let's give them just like uh, some some encouragements on in this quarantine time. We're we're all settling in. Everybody's getting so crazy. We're all starting to figure out. We're really actually starting to transition into a phase of like just continuing to busy ourselves. And mm-hmm. so, um, what what we might have been feeling when when our emotions were really raw at the beginning, we might have kind of numbed by now. And so, what are some encouragements to our students with uh, with in regards to their emotions and how they can handle them? I, I think, you know, one thing I want y'all to remember is emotions come and go. And so on those days when things feel really heavy and hard, press in, keep going, keep waiting. Tomorrow will be different. And just giving yourself patience and grace to meet yourself with what you're feeling. And 
I think at the same time, you know, we just talked about how identifying emotions can be challenging and can be hard. And right now you have a really safe space to do that. And no, you know, you don't have anywhere that you need to be or anywhere that you need to show up. If you just break down and start crying and have a puffy face for the rest of the day, no one will necessarily know. Um, so just take advantage of, of the time and the space that you have to press into your emotions and to give yourself the freedom to feel and, and ultimately, you know, don't don't just stop there. But ultimately, as you open up those cracks and open up those emotions, make sure that what you're putting back in it is truth and that you're going back to scripture at the end of the day, remembering who God is and who he's designed you to be. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so good. Like when, when we are talking about emotions, it's so often neglected the, the scripture and truth side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we want to validate those emotions. We want to say those emotions are real and we want to stop there. We forget that they are real, but they're not ultimate. And so, you guys, uh, as we continue on in this, as, man, especially for our seniors, um, as graduation date comes and goes and you're not walking across the stage, like, be honest with your emotions, but be honest with your emotions before the face of God. Like, take those to the Lord, process them, uh, don't just stuff them down, but be honest with them, because I think if you do, then like Megan said earlier, then they're going to play out and they're going to come and they're going to show themselves in other ways down the Mm -hmm. road. So, guys, man, thank you so much for for listening to our podcast. Thank you, Megan, for hopping on and talking about emotions. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed this, and we will look forward to seeing you again next week. Ready as born ready. Ready as born ready? change what I was saying halfway through. What were you, what were you gonna say? Is it recording this too? No, not at all. Okay, good. Uh, ready as I'll ever be. Okay, it's definitely recording this. Okay, great. <laughs>